0: Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Haller. And you know, uh, you're looking at the screen if you are right now. If you're not, uh, you already know who this guy is. It's Joe Lucas. Now, here's the deal he is the coach of all coaches. And I'm not trying to oversell it. This guy has been somebody who I've looked up to for a really, really long time. We have had some very unbelievable epiphanies, him and I. uh, And I think a lot of people in the industry that. We all used to get like fighting for the scraps that fell under the tables off of advisors' main plates. And then we realized we're sitting at the table with them and there's so much more that we can do. Here's the thing. If you don't have a plan in place, nothing else matters. You can do whatever marketing, branding, communication, business planning, sales stuff, everything that you want to do. And you're going to fail if you don't have a great plan in place. And what we're going to talk about today is optimization with Coach Joe Coach, welcome to the show.
1: Matt, it's great to be here. And I'm really, really excited to share with your audience uh, something that I've been working on for many years. I work with uh, with my personal clients, and but I never really put a, a label on it, a frame on it, a, a methodology, if you will. And so this is really the first time ever we're gonna be talking about it uh, to advisors at large um, inside of this conversation. So. All right, where where do we begin? Right, so let's talk about what optimization really is. So let's kind of put a definition around it. To me, it's about getting the highest and best use, the highest return on investment, the highest return on time, energy, focus, efforts, money, all that, right, in that regard. And so, you know, I've been doing this for nearly 30 years and I've never seen an advisory practice, not one ever, that cannot be optimized. In other words, there are hidden profits, Revenue potential that they're just not tapping into. And then I asked myself, well, why is that? Like, how come we're we're having this big, like schism almost, right? I can't see it. And here's why it just dawned on me recently because advisors, when they're brought into this industry, I don't care, I don't care if you came in through insurance company, broker deal, it doesn't matter. What are we always taught more? Let's go get more households. Let's go get more money with more households. But when do we talk about profitability? So let me ask you a question. When is profitability taught in this industry? It is not. It's not. Never. That P word. What's that? We talk about gross. We talk about profits per house. We talk about revenue per household. Right. Uh, We talk about taxes that you have to pay. But let's talk about profitability. And when I start talking to advisors about that and I say, well, let's break this up into some different areas and look, some are going to be more tangible than others. But I can take any practice, I don't care where they're located, and I can find additional profits just by running an optimization process. So here's what we need to look at. First off, what are the domains? So I come up with there's four domains of optimization. There's what we call self-optimization, which we'll talk a little bit about. Uh, there's team optimization. There's optimizing your class, which is everybody's favorite subject. And then there's optimizing your branding, your marketing, and your business development, which are three very distinct things. So without any further ado, let's kind of hit. And by the way, it's not where an advisor looks at, oh, I'm just going to do this one. I mean, you could do that and you will get a great result. So you'll still be great P&Ls. So I'm not saying don't do that. But if you want to maximize uh, what you're doing, then you want to look at all areas. So the first place is going to be the man or woman in the mirror. So you are the leader. So your business is a reflection of who you are as a person, how you think, what questions you ask yourself, your habits, your behaviors, your patterns, and so on. So what we wanna start looking at is how do we make you better at you? How do we do that? There's several areas. First off, how do you start your day? We call it a morning ritual. Do you have a written daily game plan? What is your mindset? And especially now with everything going on in the world, everything going on in the markets, everything going on in an industry, it is very simple, it's very easy to have what we call a scarcity mentality, a survival mentality. Right. Like, oh, man, I just got to hold on what I got. And and my clients, you know, we're like, hey, we're out there. Like we we, we, we know. And this is when we want to be growing. So you have a choice. And by the way, it is a mindset. And somebody says, well, Joe, how can I have an abundance mindset? I'm barely paying my bills. I'm, I'm, I'm one bad quarter away from being out of this industry. I said, because you have an abundance of opportunity, but you're focused on your checkbook and not focused on getting out there and getting new business. So, yes, it is a mindset vision, you were alluding to planning. Yeah. If your, if your goal is suggestive, and I hear this all, hear this all time from advisors. Oh man, if I can just make $20,000 a month, what are they thinking? Well, that's my bills. So if I can make my bills, my overhead, I'm good. That creates a terrible, terrible pattern in the mind that will, for some advisors, they never get rid of their entire career and they have a career of broken promises and unmet dreams. Right. And that happens. So these are just some things that we want to take a look at. And then the last thing I would say just on self and I've got like 18 others, but we're not going to do that here. Um, Most advisors, it's going to sound like it's going to be a conflict, but it really isn't. Most advisors don't spend enough time thinking strategically, thinking about their business, thinking about where the opportunities are in their business, thinking how to get better at what they're doing, the better at the game of business. So they're not, do- they don't know the thing about, well, oh, what's on CNBC? What's on my to-do list? What's in my inbox? What's burning? What's on fire? That is not strategic thinking. And strategic thinking, by the way, is not going to happen in your office. You need to go out, out in the wilderness, out on the beach, on a boat, whatever you need to do, you need to have regular time to think strategically about your business. So that's number one. Number two, do more and think less tactically. So advisors have a doing problem. So they don't make enough calls. They don't ask for enough referrals. They're not out there. They they put the time in and they think, well, I'm gonna oh give it seven o'clock. I'm in the office by 8.30. I'm there at six o'clock. But if I were to look at your output, you could have got that output in three hours. The rest of the time, you're just, you're playing. You're playing office. That is not optimal, right? That is not. In our game, in network, Magellan network, every one Friday a month, we have what we call 10X Friday. And what the premise of that game is, is that, hey, we're gonna take your normal standards, and you're gonna elevate them. You know, some may elevate times 10, some you know, may not be realistic to do so, but here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna challenge yourself to do more output. And some are, and some of you guys are maybe saying, your listeners are saying, well, I'm not in sales. I'm like, a, I'm running a business, great. Call more COIs that day. Have more meetings with your staff. Check in on your top 10 clients. There's plenty of ways to 10X your Friday if you have the right mindset. So so self is is obviously the, the base of the pyramid if you like to say. Now. Let's talk about team.
0: Hold on, hold on. I want to. I want to pause you there because. Sure. There's so much that you said there that we could just stop there. Oh, yeah. But 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 yeah. I just want un- people to the listeners to understand something. One of the only ways that you're going to change yourself is surrounding yourself with other people who want to make the same changes. Mm-hmm. Right. It's yep. very, very difficult to do this on your own all by yourself, because most of you feel like you're on an island. So I went to Joe's event, what was it, a couple of three years ago now? 2019 before COVID. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so being in that room was different because the people in there looked at themselves as business owners, not financial advisors who ran a practice. I want you all to just check that with yourself right now. What do you want? Do you want to run a business so that you have the time and you have the resources and you know what you want to do and you can work on it? Or do you just want to have a lifestyle practice? I think those are two And Joe, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think I think you have to have a mind, you have to go from practice to business. And then when you start hanging out with other people who are business people, that's a game changer. Am I way off there, dude? Or am I close?
1: No, I mean I, I'm not a big fan of pr- the word practice to begin with because that means we're still not sure if we're in the game or not. We're just pra- tell, like Alan ever saying, practice. What's practice, right? So I like to be, and and there are three different forms of business. There's the lifestyle business, there's the ensemble business, and then there's the empire business. They're all businesses. Look, once you once you start taking money from another human being, you're in business, right? Period. I don't care what you call it, whatever you want. The professionals like the word practice. Oh, this practice sounds better. No, it doesn't. It, what it does is not get in your mind to say, well, you don't think you own a business. You don't think you're a business owner and you are right. So no, it's 110% accurate. And that's why we need to change the frame. And uh, and as far as associations go, you're absolutely right. Look, if you're hanging on an Island by yourself or worse, you're with people in the industry who are scarcity minded and watch CNBC all day and wherever else God knows they're watching every day. And they're, they're all sucked up in the, 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 the day's events. They're not focused on their success. And, and quite frankly, I say this to my clients and always gets them, you are robbing your family of your success. You are robbing, you're taking resources from your family because you're focused on the wrong thing. All right? The way it works. Okay? So that's the self side. Now, let's cover people, the team. Yeah. So now... If you're a if you're lifestyle business, you may have a part-time virtual person, and you, or you may run a team of 25 or 50, It's anything in between. It's all fine. Most advisors do not consider, if I said, you give me, hey, how do you define yourself? Uh, professional, duh, 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 duh. I never until the very end, if at all, hear the word leader. I'm a leader. Then I'll have that psychology. So if you're running, so a lot of people say, oh, and this is a big thing I see in the industry Oh, man, do I pay my people a lot of money. They should just know what to do. That's crazy thinking, and that's why you're frustrated, right? So the so first thing is, you know, right person, right chair. So do we have the right people? Are they in the right chair? How do you know? There's ways to figure that out. You need to assess your time. I don't care if it's one or 50. You need to assess right person, right chair. Next, if you have the right person, and if they're in the right chair or not, you can fix that, is we highly recommend I make it almost mandatory in my work. All my clients, their teams, their key players, have two things: a personal and professional development game, budget, uh, game plan for the year, and that's in writing, not some thought, and a budget somewhere between five to ten percent of their salary. We want to reinvest and help grow our people. And somebody just said, Joe, I already pay my personal a hundred thousand dollars. You may gotta put another five or ten grand into them. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Yeah, because if you don't do it, somebody else will. And they're not vested. So, yeah, stop thinking short term. Next, understand the difference between leadership and coaching versus management. Great. The, the clients I work with, the ones that really run empires are really leaders and internal coaches. They look to get the best out of their people. And management to me is really about manipulation. Two things. Hey, if you do a great job, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a bonus. That's one avenue of manipulation. The other if you do a terrible job, I'm going to fire you. That's the stick, right? But it's manipulative. In other words, are they really aligned to what your mission is? Do they even know what the mission is, right? So there's things you can do for your people there. Next, accountability. I see this, especially if you're bringing in younger advisors, second chair, staff advisor, junior, whatever you want. How does that person know at the end of the day where they were successful or not? And I'm, look, and I know this is not 1980. I know we're not cold calling and dropping tickets. I understand that. But if I've got somebody a year in the business or two or three years in the business, and they're working under you on your team, and they're responsible, they don't even know what they're responsible for, right? And a lot of times the answer is, well, there's some vague concept. I said there's no KPIs. They can't, they don't know if they hit the number because there's no numbers to hit, right? So we need to have that. And the last thing on team, again a lot more here, but we'll move on. Core values, culture. Most advisors, don't, they, you know, they, they don't think of that. And in a competitive marketplace, look, let me say this right now, it's gonna freak a lot of you out. Every one of your key people right now can get a new job, new position for more money. Every single one of them, because that's the way the industry rests now. Now, if that doesn't keep you up at night, maybe it should, right? So so, so you do not want to get into a bidding war, a bribery war for talent is a losing game because there's always somebody that's gonna want them more than you do. That's the game. Well, what can you do? You can create a culture, reinvest, reinvest back in your people, so that they they loyal to you because they're on mission and because you're on mission and you've articulated that mission. Critically important. Okay, so that's the that's a little bit of the people side. Now, third third tenant, third domain, clients. One of my favorites, right? So, a couple of weeks ago, inside Magellan Network, we do, we do something called Challenge Wednesday. So every Wednesday, I come up with a challenge for the for the for the for the unit. And so I had this crazy idea. I said, I'm gonna challenge it. I said, I'm gonna give everybody 48 hours to find a million dollars in their business. Million dollars in new money, 48 hours. Everybody thought it was absolutely crazy. And and this is public, like you, have, you go in the thread, you'll see and I said, I want you all to report back how you did. Now, obviously not everybody plays, I'm a realist in that, but I'll tell you the people that played, they were shocked. They were absolutely shocked. $1 million dollars, one guy found $4 million, he didn't know he had. And and I, and I and I figured out, I, and so I said, "What's the difference?" And here was the difference: they went into client reviews and client conversations without bias. So, in other words, they didn't—they were not assumptive. They didn't assume they had all the client money, or they didn't assume the client would say they had all the money. I taught them one thing: this—if you—if you, this—I'm gonna give—I shouldn't give it away. but I'm gonna give it away, there's one question that will make everybody another million dollars in the next five years. Here's the question. Has there been any change to your financial situation or status since our last review? Non-assumptive. If you were to ask your clients that regular basis, they will volunteer. Oh yeah, man, I just had a, I just had a CD come due, or, or or my our inherited money, or oh, there's a cap. You know, you you just don't know. And could we have this bias in the industry that our clients will volunteer when things change, it's just my the evidence in my thirty year almost career is like no, it's not true. So let's stop. Let's stop pretending it is. So balance sheets, financial plans, asset map, things like that. You've got to have a tool. You know, look, if you were to do asset map or balance sheets or financial planning, it's appropriate. That will make you a lot of money because you'll find you'll get declarations of where the assets are. And that's our goal. That has to happen. Right. So that's one form of client optimization. What else can we do? We can be doing insurances. We can be doing. We looking at their beneficiaries, right? Are we going? I've got clients that are down second, third generations with clients, right? Family, family. We can do family pricing for all assets. A lot of things you could do. Cois. Most advisors go, oh yeah, CPA attorneys. I know them. No man. If you're if you're in the executive rollover game, you want to know who the recruiters are. You want to know who the executive coaches are. You want to know who else you serve. Who serves that clients? If you deal with business owners. Hey, who are the management consultants the hr consultants the marketing consultants the business coaches all those people they're way more valuable to you than just a cpa and attorney right let's think outside the box people and think what is really optimal again there's so much here and then then the other side is if you're into content and speaking Ask your clients, "Hey, do you belong to any groups, organizations? They might be looking for a speaker, content, Zoomcast. Can we do anything? Right? You'd be shocked what is available to you that has really cost you nothing, if you go ahead and ask and shut off the damn TV and go talk to your clients, right? So that's just that's so that's just some client and uh, that's just some client optimization in essence."
0: All right. So, so, so in from a marketing and branding perspective in that last part is what I want to touch on there, because there has been a substantial assumption within our, our community um, that, that, well, they know what I do. You know what you need to take a step back on this egotistical, you know, I'm holier than thou crap, because it's really stopping you from Joe, everything that you're saying It it, again, I know, I know you well. It starts with your check in with yourself. And when you realize that you are, you should be asking these questions and it's important to do that, all you're doing is creating deeper conversations and actually building better relationships with your clients by asking them what's changed in your life. Life, you know, over the, you know, since the last time that we met. Well, oh my God, I had grandkids. Okay, bam, there's another opportunity for something else that they can do. I mean, oh my God. But, it's like the advisors are go from meeting to meeting to meeting. And they're like, Oh, you know, I'm tired of saying the same thing over and over again, change the conversation and hang out with people who can help you figure out what that conversation is. Right. And you know, the biggest challenge, they're not curious. They're not, they're sumptive. And if you can just become more
1: curious about people, you're going to get a lot more, uh, you know, look, this is business. So look, it's about profits and revenue. And let's not hide behind that fact. We're here to grow our business. And we're here to make more money for ourselves and our family. There's nothing wrong with that so but if you're not curious and you're just assumptive yeah you're missing a ton of opportunities and, and to your the comment about you know you know everybody knows what you do yeah it's like the, it's like the advisor gets a billboard on the highway and they're at a chamber of commerce meeting hey man i saw your billboards really good they don't they never do business who cares who cares you know you know we're, we're not you know we're not paid to be popular we're paid to, do, to produce results so it's about results that matter and, you know, like today, as we're recording this, we've got, you and I recording this on a Wednesday. So we have a challenge Wednesday today. So today's challenge is very simple. I pose a question to my tribe. I want you to, and everybody's gonna post back. Why, if you're sitting with a CPA what, or attorney, what are you gonna tell them that's gonna make them compel to wanna to refer you? What's gonna make you different? What's gonna be your value prop? Don't just say we work with everybody and we're gonna do a good job. Everybody says that. So what are you gonna say? And I'm watching, you know, before I got here, I'll watch it. And some people have some really very powerful languaging around positioning, which is what this really is about positioning right from that perspective. So, yeah, man, it's um, it's very interesting. And when I when I lay this, like when I talk to a, a new uh, potential new client or, or new member, or we're just talking to the advisor in general. I say, man, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man, I got all my money. I said, you 100 percent sure. So if we ran an asset map on every one of them, you you would swear to me on your family you got all the money. Oh well, you know. Then they start backing <laughs> off a little bit, right? They start backing off a little yeah. bit. I said, I said, yeah, 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 don't look. I've been at this game a long time. Don't tell me that because I know the, I know the truth, yeah. right? It's there. So, so I was talking to somebody the other day, and I said, look, they got like six hundred households, and they're not optimized for the most part. And I said, you know, I, I said, I'll bet you right now there's at least a half a million dollars of revenue in your book of business that that will cost you nothing to go get other than some reviews to do and some conversations to have. That's literally pure profit because you already have the overhead covered. You already have everything else, the household covered. This is like, well, if I give you 500 grand right now, what would you do? Oh man, I hired, I hired a junior advisor. Well, there's your junior advisor. Uh, what else do we do? Oh man, I'm about starting a podcast. Well, there's a bunch of a podcast, right? So there's all these things. So, so we all need profits so we can reinvest them back in our business to make our business bigger, better, even more profitable. It's a, it's symbiotic that way. It doesn't, you just can't wish it to happen. You've got to invest capital back in your business. You have to, that's what business owners do. That's what they do. So let's hit uh let's look a little branding,
0: marketing business. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So let's, let's, before we get to the brain, so we've got yep. self, we've and got clients. people. Clients. What was your the client. third one? Yeah. Clients. Okay, good, good, good. So, so let's just, Look, look at that stuff, because one of the things that we say on the yeah. show all the time is you might as well be yourself because everyone else has taken self, right? What, what are you going to do with the resources that you have in front of you, which is your people in order to stay in your lane and do what you need to do? Yeah. There's your people. You have all of these existing relationships. And if you're a farmer, you can continuously harvest all of this great stuff uh, with with your people. But it all coalesces into this last piece. Now, that's not just because I'm terribly biased. It's because how do you communicate your challenge Wednesday today? Those people who have that verbiage down on how they're going to separate themselves from the advisor Mm -hmm. down the street, that comes to marketing and branding. So go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So let's so so branding, marketing, business development. You remember from twenty nineteen, there are three very different functions that advisors tend to lop into one and it's a terrible it's a big mistake. So let's just kind of we'll cover the branding real quickly because I think because, again, we can spend episodes on this. So, I mean, first thing is just look at your own website. Does it really tell the right story? Does a video is it really about you and your people or is it about your process, which nobody cares about, by the way? Is it about your distinction, your designations? Nobody knows what they are and things like that. So first question is, is your website inviting? Is there a call to action? If I'm, if I'm, even if I'm referred there, oh my buddy, my buddy I should check you out, so I Google you. Your website shows up. Is it going to tell me what I need to do to engage in you and have a conversation? Is it, is it upfront, right? And please do me a favor: get a video of yourself and your team, release a photo of you and your team. Stop with the lighthouses. Stop with the sailboats. Stop with the downtown pictures. We're not in a travel magazine. It's, uh, it drives me nuts. It's the most valuable real estate you have on the whole speed of my language damn site. And it's like a travel magazine. Stop the insanity. Tell your designers, I want a picture of my team, a video, something like that. So that's normal. You, if you get nothing else out of that section, the section here, do that. Incredibly important, right? Now, bios. People write their bios, and it literally sounds like most advice. I, oh, I, I did this. I went to this school, da And then maybe at the very end, there's, oh, I, I like to golf. I like to do this, like that. And so it doesn't, tell me who are, it doesn't tell me who you are as a human being. If you have a family, take a picture of your family. If you've got animals, people love dogs and cats, take, but get them in the picture too. You've got to seem real. And here's the key thing. A lot of advisors really try too hard to showcase their, their um, you know background, their academics, and stuff like that. And you are actually unapproachable. You come off as unapproachable. I need to see you. You know, without the tie. I need you. You know, doing the kids' softball or, or soccer game. Like, I need to see more pictures of you in a family setting that I relate to. So, oh, yes, that's a guy I can hang out with, right? But don't. They do a terrible job at that. Why? Because they're afraid to show who they are. And that's all and everybody that wants,
0: the, Joe. That's all that's, everybody wants. The,
1: the, the, see, and this is what they don't get. They think they're selling their process. You are selling yourself. You are the product because they don't get you. They, don't, they can give a rat's butt about the process. And they don't understand that. And that's what they miss. Oh, man, my marketing doesn't work. Well, because look at the story you're telling. There's no story. It's about it's all about, well, facts and figures and market updates. Nobody cares. If, if they cared about that, they're doing, their own. they're doing it themselves. Don't you understand that? right? From that perspective. So, so less is more and make sure you have an offer on your website, offer to have conversation, whatever it happens to be. It shocks me. There's this contact us form, which by the way, nobody fills out. Nobody does. I've never had, I'm, I've talked to my client, nobody fills us out, but, and, but we wonder why our website, website doesn't convert. Oh man, we get all these hits on my convert? Well, you're not making it convertible. Okay. Very important. Next social profiles. Everything's in alignment, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you're doing there. We don't need, need that. do me a favor, though. If you're doing social media, please stop regurgitating uh, market stuff. Nobody cares. I'd rather you put a picture of your dog eating his breakfast than anything else. That's more going to be more interesting to me. Right. Authentic content, critically important. And if you can do a YouTube channel, do it because YouTube lives forever. Everybody thinks on LinkedIn, man. Let's post a feed. Post that stuff's gone to five seconds, man. That's like a sugar high. It does nothing for you you know, long term. Get your content where it's gonna live forever. It's gonna help with your SEO. Most advisors, damn. if you can do a video and like if you if you're doing podcast, get your podcast on YouTube. Just get just to get it done. Right? Don't even think about it, right? It's really important. Okay, that's important. Still, email is your best friend. Most advisors think it's like, oh man, everybody's on. No, no, no. Email is your best friend and it will be your best friend for the foreseeable future. So do not abandon it like, oh man, I gotta post all this stuff on. No, no, no. Email is still your best friend. Email newsletters, messaging, check-ins, all those things, critically, critically important, right? So, so when we got we talk about, so we talk about that. So we got the branding, marketing is gonna be our messaging. That's where you guys come in, you know, content call to action, value add, uh, most advice, and, and I'm sure you talk about this to your clients, we have to accept and, and embrace the identity of being a teacher. Like when you're doing a podcast, you are teaching, you are coaching, you are training. Don't sit there and just say, oh, I'm just going to throw some content out there. And like, no, and, and please don't make it boring. I, I come to these conversations and, and here's my goal. I, I, and Matt, you're not talking about this. Some of your readers, I'm not readers. Some of your listeners and viewers are going to hate me, They're like, oh, this guy's like he's way too much coffee, whatever. And then others are going to resonate with me. That's what I want. That's what I want. And and so one of the things you've got to do when you're marketing is know who you're marketing to. Like, don't sit there and say to me, oh man, I want well, who, who's your ideal client? Ah, you know that doesn't work. Executives have a different language than retirees. Business owners have a different language than executives. So if you're trying to talk to everybody, oh man, I can hit all the buttons. You're not going to talk to anybody. So be very clear, and if you got like oh, Joe, I got multiple markets. right? Then one episode's geared to that, one episode's geared to that, and that's how you go because you don't want to spread it out and you be direct, right? I'd rather you have an opinion and a position. I tell my guys this all the time: stop with the facts and figures and be passionate. Nobody cares about. Nobody's going to remember what you said at all. They'll remember if you're excited by what you said, and that's what it, that's what it gets, right? So, so that how do you so how do you optimize your marketing? Be interesting. Take a position, have an opinion
0: right? Yeah. You, you just, so So. we call it the perfect podcast formula, which we teach all of our clients, which is education, right. number one, storytelling, yes. entertainment, call to action, right? Yes. And all yes. of those sorts of things working together in tandem is how you create great content. Well, as everybody knows, you, know, you could be on the show every single solitary week uh, and we could just talk about all of this and really break it all down. But what's most important is this. Ask yourself a very, very simple question. Am I hanging out with people who want the same things that I do. If anything that Joe said today resonates with you and you're like, holy crap, he's got like this whole community of people who think like this, yes, he does. It's a wonderful community of fiercely loyal people who want you to succeed, you as the listener. And if you don't have that in your life, man, are you missing something. I remember when I stopped coaching, and, and we, you and I, Matt, and I remember you kind of, you know, Hey Matt, you know, this is what I do and all of this stuff. And I remember, I remember sitting, thinking to myself, man, I was never anywhere near as good as Joe is at coaching you. This is who you are. This is all in your people are all in and people need to involve themselves with you. So with that, what is the best way for them to reach out and find out more about how they can get involved in Magellan and with you?
1: Hey, we've got this really cool app. So the best thing to do is just go to MagellanNetwork.net, and uh, it's 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 comp, it's gratis to me. You know, I I, I want to provide massive value up front, and uh, come in, check out our community. Uh, you can stay forever, never pay a dime, and you'll get you get value out of it. If you want to send into the tribe, the, the the premium tribe, the platinum tribe. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that down the
0: road. That's fantastic. All right. We'll make sure that we have that in the show. notes. Joe. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I can't wait to see you at another conference. Listen, anybody, if you are at a conference and you see Joe and he's not surrounded by a bunch of people, sit down, chat with him be in his presence. You're going to feel something. And if that's a feeling that you like, then you need to be a member of the tribe. Uh, because man, I'm telling you, every time I hang out with Joe and I meet his people, they are a different breed of advisor who are doing the right things at the right time for the right people. And that is what makes everybody successful. So Joe, thanks for being on the show, my friend.
1: Matt my pleasure thank you
0: all right everybody listen uh you know we Joe's got this magnificent app we've got the free pod rocket Academy listen if you just want to know a little bit more about how you can start your own podcast podcasting 101 it's entirely free and there's all sorts of other great stuff in there um, and so please 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 take a look at the Academy but uh most importantly this is going to be your year. It doesn't matter when you're listening to this podcast. It could be in 2022. It could be in 2029. These things last a long time on the shelf. If it's 2029 and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I really need to try to get my stuff in a row. Joe's still going to be around. He's got a long-term plan, which is why I'm saying that we were talking about that earlier. Uh, He's going to be doing this for many, many years to come. You need to make this decision. You owe it to yourself to change who you are in the marketplace. And it all starts with you. Joe is amazing at setting that foundation and then building an amazing practice on top of it. So, for Joe and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to know more about how you can be your own loud, visit us at proudmouth.com and sign up for the Pod Rocket Academy. Through courses and office hours led by professional podcast producers and digital marketers, you will learn everything you need to know to become the trusted subject matter expert you were meant to be.